It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And you know, I tell you, life changes every day. The way we think changes every day. <laughs> uh, with many of us, uh, our beliefs, which I don't believe that should be the, the point, changes every day. Where I'm going with this is called transformation. Transformation, leadership, transformative. Transformative in anything that you do. If we change everything we do every day, uh, that means that wherever the wind is blowing, uh, that's the direction that we might be going. And I tell you, the reason this is important because in life, in business, in anything that we do, in raising our kids or <laughs> in dealing with our family, our husbands, our wives, or whatever that might be, we have to always have an open mind and be transformative. I have a guy on today. Raymond Root, uh, that is an expert, not just in this, but in life. And I believe that this guy understands the factors that goes into life. I'm talking about what I'm saying is growing up, <laughs> high school, college, whatever, whatever that is, getting an education and understanding that uh, in order to be successful in anything you do, you have to be open-minded and you have to be able to transform some of our thoughts into thoughts that's going to make you successful. Definitely. You know, we're really excited to have Mr. Root on the as a guest on the James Cooley show, It's Your Life. Um, he's a, a man that has so much knowledge about organizational transformative, transformative change, and he's here to share it with us and also the listening audience. So um, prepare for an exciting, uh, a great and incredible and a very uh, educational show today. Noah, how you doing, man? How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Glad to be here and find out more about uh, Raymond Rude tonight. Should be a good time. Yeah, you know, I, I got to always check in with you, man, because I know how you're scheduled. I know that you are the man, and you're doing six or seven live shows every day. And, and like the one-armed paper hanger, man, and uh, <laughs> you make it all happen. Uh, I don't, don't even know how I do it sometimes, but it, uh, you know, it's what we do. I know that you make. The James Cooley show happens, and I tell you, uh, probably about the last 30, 40 shows, man, I, I don't think we had uh, that many mistakes, and we're not going to have any tonight because we got a great guest on, and I got a great producer. Well, that means a lot coming from you. I, I think you're a tremendous individual, a tremendous leadership uh, that exudes from you that I think a lot of people could learn from. I've learned a lot from you, so the feeling is mutual. And you know, I have learned a lot from you, and, but I tell you, we're going to learn a lot from this fantastic guest. And uh, we had a couple of, uh, I, I would say, his friends or his, I mean, <laughs> protégés or whatever. We, we had Rachel Muriati on. We had Raplum. Uh, we... <laughs> We we didn't have some great guests, but I tell you, this guy is, I believe, and my understanding is the guy that make a lot of these things happen. So I can't wait to get this show started. Let's move on into it. Michelle, can you tell our listening audience the purpose of tonight's show? 
Yes. Well, the title of tonight's show is Raymond Rood, Providing Organizational Transformative Change. And the purpose of the show today is to introduce the listening audience to educator, founder, consultant, and program designer Raymond Rood, discuss Raymond Rood's career in higher education, to learn about the Genesis Group and the services and resources they provide, and to learn what organizational transformation is. Michelle, can you introduce this great guest to our listening audience? Yes. Raymond Rood is founder and senior consultant of the Genesis Group, a firm offering organization development transformational change support to for-profit, not-for-profit organizations and public agencies worldwide seeking to initiate, sustain, and all safeguard long-term transformative change. His consulting and teaching have taken him to all continents and working in over 30 countries. Raising an experienced executive consultant, program designer, developer, facilitator, presenter, and educator. His experience ranges from consulting with Fortune 500 companies to startup organizations, focusing on the areas of change, facilitation, executive coaching, and board development. Through the formation of the Genesis Group, Ray has fielded his experience even more broadly by investing in Genesis Qualified Associates, now numbering 14 who are currently practicing across the country. Each associate is mentored by Ray to bring his unique brand of vision-driven, serious change to individuals and organizations ready to take the bold, strategic steps to bring their best vision for their future into reality. Ray is the founder of graduate degree programs in student development, education, and human resource leadership at Azusa Pacific University, where he was involved for more than 40 years, culminating in serving as a member of the Azusa Pacific University Board of Trustees, including four years as vice chairman. Ray's life mission is to give others, organizations, and individuals permission to give themselves permission to be what who they were created to be. He defines his work as helping organizations and individuals to realize great dreams. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Raymond Rood. Ray, welcome to the show. But before you, 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 you come on, I want our listening audience to know if you want to chat with this great man, you can call in and be part of the conversation at one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight eight eight. What is it? Three four four eleven seventy. Call in and be part of this conversation. Ray, how you doing, my friend? Just fine, James. Michelle, it's great to be with you. It's uh, I, I'm looking forward to our conversation. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. You and I have talked a, a few times. I know you are an extremely busy man. And um, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. Ray, uh, I know Michelle, just uh, she just read a lot of things. But can you tell our listening audience who is Ray, what's your understanding, where you come from, and what's your philosophy? <laughs> well, uh, actually, I was, I was born in, in San Diego and many years ago and and lived there for about six months, I understand. And then my parents um, moved to uh, Montebello, and uh, our home is right on the border of Montebello and East Los Angeles, where I grew up in, um, in East Los Angeles. Uh, very diverse uh, community. Uh, I feel very blessed uh uh, spending 16 years there, so it's uh, it was a time of uh, of really learning. It's uh, my life has been one ongoing journey of learning, and uh, that's uh, I would say uh, as as we may get into, I have uh, seen myself as really in the situations that I've been in uh, the chief learner, and uh, hopefully. Uh, there's some things that I've learned that uh, will be a benefit to uh, some of uh, your audience. And because uh, uh, my, my major job in life, is, as you have read, is uh, to help individuals and organizations really choose their own lives and uh, be able to be what they've been created uh, to, to really be. And, uh, and in so doing, work myself out of the job. And so that's uh, that's my philosophy in life. Wow, 
<laughs> and that's a great philosophy to have. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, Ray. I don't think you're ever going to work your way out of a job because we always got to educate and we always have to <laughs> make sure that our, our future generations is ready to step in and take our jobs, meaning that uh, we lay the foundation, but they have to step in and they have to be willing to want to lead. But we got to take a station break. But we... We're going to come back and we're going to continue this great conversation with Ray Root. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Hey, welcome back to It's Your Life. Uh, I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you that uh, we we got a fantastic guest that's uh, on tonight, and uh, the title of the show is Providing Organization Transformative Change. And just like I mentioned uh, in the beginning, we have to have an open mind, and we have to be able to understand that sometimes we have to pivot <laughs> and, and change, uh, I wouldn't say completely our thought process, but sometimes uh, it doesn't always work, and we got Ray Root. Raymond Reed. Uh, that's, uh, I'll tell you, uh, this guy's fantastic. I know a lot of things about him, did my research, and um, I am here to tell you that if you want to understand transformational or transformative change, you might want to listen to this man. Whether you it's life, whether it's a business, whether it doesn't matter what it is. We have to always have an open mind and be able to understand. So if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Hey Ray, you know, uh let me tell you, man, I'm, how would you describe your time growing up? And what was the most unique things about you gathering your thoughts and the person that uh, you have turned into. I'm talking about just from the younger years, because I know it takes a lot of time to get there. Well, one of the unique things about my 
my growing up is I grew up in the home of a Baptist minister as an only child. And I, I uh, learned what it meant to be good. And uh, as a friend of mine uh, said, it's like living under the tyranny of the oxen assurance. And I was probably the best good person I ever met in the sense that, uh, that I um, didn't do anything to embarrass my father's ministry. My mother would say, now, Raymond, don't you do anything to embarrass your father's ministry? And so that was uh, uh, what my life was like uh, for about 16 years. And it, it, uh, it wasn't a bad childhood until um, actually it was my grandfather who, when I was in um, eighth grade, uh, pulled me out of school in second period on a Friday. And he's, uh, he, I got a call slip to go to the principal's office. And the uh, uh, principal says, your grandfather wants to see you. And so this is, I, I've never been to the principal's office. I'm a good kid. And there's my, my grandfather. And uh, I'm his only grandchild. My mother's an only child also. And he called me youngin. Then he called me Ray. And I, I called him Pops. He, so we went out to Whittier Boulevard, got into his car, and I says, Pops, where are we going? And he says, uh, youngin. He says, we're going to go. He says, about time you learned that school can't teach you everything. He says, we're going fishing. And uh, that began a relationship with my grandfather that helped me learn that, that life is bigger than just a, a typical uh, educational institution so you can live, learn anywhere. And... Um, and that was that launched me into really a life of, of individual learning, uh, and that, and I would c- conclude this part by saying this, James, that when I was about 16 years of age, my parents moved, and uh, my father took a different church, and I decided I'm going to choose my life, and nobody's going to know me as the PK where I'm going next, and that's when I decided I'm going to choose my life. And uh, that is uh, that has t- taken me into many different kind of uh, experiences that have been that have been very very meaningful, and uh, to move away from just what other people expected of me, to really say what what is my life really all about? Wow, that that's that's deep. That's really deep, um, Ray. Um... Well, when and how did you dis- first decide what you wanted to do with your life? Well, <clears throat> I was in college, and um, there's two, two, two moments. One is that I ran into a professor who I had not seen for a, uh, about a year. And this is at San Francisco State, very large commuter-based institution, and uh, he mentioned my name. I didn't know if he would even know who I was. He said, Ray, how are you doing? And I told him uh, not very well. He says, how come? And I had just received news that I had not been accepted into a teacher education, uh, the teacher education program. Because I thought at that point I wanted to be a high school teacher. And he says, who's your, who's your counselor? I told him who my counselor was. He says, let me look into this because education needs Ray Roots. Two days later, I was accepted into the program. Never saw that professor again in my life. And it was, it was, I wouldn't be here really talking to you tonight, except for that one person who said that thing to, to me and did something about it. The other thing was that instance was upon my senior year, uh, a friend of mine says, Ray, what are you going to do when you're with the ultimately? And I says, ultimately, I'm going to be a dean of students. I'm going to be a dean of students at a, at, at a, at a faith-based institution where you can talk about every dimension of life. And because I, I learned that really 
most of, of learning happens outside the classroom. And the dean of students' office influences those learning experiences. And that's what I said, that's what I'm going to do. I didn't know how. I just knew that that's what I was going to do. And that's when I chose what I was going to do. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Ray, uh, that is so inspirational. And, um, man, I mean, it's just touching. And Dean, so you had set your goals long time ago when you was young on what you wanted to do and you made it happen. Yes. So, Ray, you spent 20 years in higher education in one university, Azusa Pacific University. What was most satisfying and what were the two to three most important things that you learned? Well, I think the most satisfying part of my my experience at um, APU was being a part of a group of, of individuals who are creating change. Uh, there was a small place it was a college at that point and was able to create a couple graduate programs um, and uh, an educational uh, a model for the undergraduate students about learning and creating an environment that really supported what we learned later on was the, the maturation process of, of, of students. And it, it, that was very, uh, very satisfying. Uh, to be a part of an environment that you really could create, um, create change. And, um, and, the, and what I learned through that was really that uh, the, the significance of, of, of really collaborative leadership. When you have more than one or two people come together around a common kind of picture of vision, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's great fun, especially if it makes uh, a, a difference. And that was probably the, what I look back upon those years that was really satisfying and really what could be done when people come together around the common kind of uh, picture or vision. Love it. Producer Noah here, Ray. Uh, what was the most impactful event in the first half of your professional journey uh, that shaped who you are today and how has it influenced what you ended up doing in the latter half? Well, it's a good good question because uh, it was in 1982. I was with graduate students uh, back in a conference at Boston. I was listening to the presentation by a sociologist by the name of Elise Bolden. And she was talking about the power of vision. The biggest question that she had in her life as a sociologist was why did some groups of people really uh, thrive over long periods of time compared to other groups of people who dissipate, disappear? And she was talking about neighborhood groups, uh, small town societies. And she says, I'm here to report. I have identified two common denominators about the groups of people that kind of survive over long periods of time. One is they see themselves in the future, in the picture. And two, they treat what they see as fact, not as hope. And so that they, as long as they believe it, they will pursue it and uh, until it becomes re- uh, reality. And as I sat there, I said, that explains how I was able to persist over really 14 years from the time that I gave my friend that answer, well, someday I'm going to be a dean of students and signing a contract as a dean of students at Azusa Pacific. Because in retrospect, I said, oh, I had a vision and I treated it as fact. I said, I'm not going to hope. I'm going to, I'm going to, to do this. And it was that assurance that led me into a number of conversations that when people heard what I was going to do, they said, well, you need to talk to so-and-so. You need to do this. That led me to the, uh, the place that ultimately I became a dean of students. And that's when I realized the power of vision, and, and that's when I realized what I wanted my graduate students to, to have is not only a degree when they graduate, but a vision. And ultimately, it led me into a lot of the work that I've been doing over the last 20 uh, to 30 years with organizations. Wow. 
you know, uh, man, that is so fantastic. We're going to take a station break, bro. But we're going to come back. And we're going to finish. I wouldn't say finish. We're going to continue our great discussion with Ray Rude. It's your life. I'm James Cole. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, the true-life coming-of-age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, uh, Ray Root, um, just listening to uh, this fantastic man he's a man of knowledge but he's also in my if what I'm getting out of this he's a man that cares I mean not just uh, for Ray or whatever that is not just for he cares about people he cares about making sure that uh, there's opportunity for people to grow and regardless of the situation or circumstances that you might have been in or might be in or whatever that is, that's why it's transformative and it's transformational if you listen. And Noah, I don't know if you're getting the same feeling that I'm getting, but man, I, this guy is incredible. Yeah, you and I were talking a little bit during the break, and I was just saying there's some people that they have a lot of expertise, they've seen a lot, but at the end of the day, it, it, it comes full circle back to themselves right now with what Raymond has learned and experienced throughout his life. He is giving back and he's wanting to better individuals. And I have so much respect for him, which is why my first question is so important for him as he's been a former Dean of students and a faculty chair and trustee. Raymond, what are your greatest concerns? I'm sure you have them about the future of higher education in America today. Well, Noah, uh, I have some real concerns, having spent a lot of time in in higher education in those various uh, uh, roles. Um, I think one higher education, uh, its cost is is crazy. The the ROI, the return on what is invested, is um, is is really um, that's a big concern. And I believe also the uh, the bureaucracy that is really involved 
and it's um, that's it's it's uh, it's so another reason why it's so costly. But probably the mo- my biggest concern is there's an increasing lack of curiosity that is within uh, the culture of higher education um, in the classroom and the environment uh, that really uh, spurs uh, learning. And uh, that's, um, that's something that I believe is, is, is so critical to, to learning of, as we explore really um, the world and probably more important ourselves. Uh, that, um, I think that higher education at its best is a rite of passage that helps people identify the two great questions of life. Who am I and what am I going to do with who I am? And I think uh, more and more, the um, uh, the environment really uh, is becoming less and less conducive to the those those kind of uh, reflective kind of questions, especially the question of who am I. I agree with you 100%. How would you then, on that last point, the curiosity factor, where would you say we can go as a society, as mentors of either just people that we know and love or our families to help get that curiosity back? Well, I think the, the whole uh, notion of, of, uh, of mentoring is uh, I, I love that that metaphor and really that that role because it, again it goes back to my relationship with my grandfather. It, it was in that in that informal and non-formal part of where, where learning really takes place. As you identify uh, individuals who have great promise of building those kind of uh, relationships, of speaking into their lives, asking them questions, and inviting dialogue. And I think there's a lot of places to to build those kind of relationships, and uh, that uh, that and spending time with individuals and uh, involving them in in um, in in our endeavors. That's where the where the learning really takes place. So, uh, any way that we can do that, it really uh, focuses. Uh, it, it helps individuals believe they can. They are worthwhile, and they can do something with their lives. I like your answer. James has a question, I I believe, but I just want to just piggyback off of that. Mentorship to the youth, there is probably no greater thing that we can do as the adults in this current generation. It's invaluable. Ray, how and when did your consulting work begin to focus on organizational transformation, which culminated into the founding of the Genesis Group, and this is actually a two-part question. Why is Genesis spelled the way it is, and what is its mission? <laughs> oh, I think we can. I can speak to that in the next couple hours. So, uh, but the short answer is this: When I was working with my graduate students about the process of of what I learned from Elise Golding called futuring, how you can help individuals develop an individual vision for their own lives. I received a call from a friend of mine who was doing some consulting with a, a, a 10-year-old biotech firm. And he says, hey, Ray, he says, you know that process you do with uh, your graduate students on featuring? He says, would it work with a corporation? And I had learned in my graduate work that really organizations are, in and of themselves, really living organisms. Um, and, they, and so they follow kind of the same patterns that human human beings and human development follow and i said sure i says uh yeah it's it's that it will work why do you ask he says this firm has lost their vision and he says uh because the founder had a vision and they were very successful in, in developing a couple wonder drugs and the founder sold off his shares and and went to do another uh startup and he says these these two vps said we don't have. We don't know where we're going. And they, when they heard about what I did, they said, "Would well, you come and talk to us?" So I came and spent some time with them, and uh, told them this story of what I learned from Elise Bolding. And they said, "Wow, if we can get our two divisions—sales and marketing was one, therapeutic product development was the other—on the same page with the same vision, we can drive the company." So. Uh, it, 
asked me what the, what do we do and I says well let's put together your your stakeholders uh, and in your divisions and uh, let's look into the future and they said what's a stakeholder and I said somebody who has a vested interest in the present and future well-being of the enterprise so 35 people got together I said give me a couple of days and we told some stories and and uh, identified questions of going out. We went out 20 years into the future, what the future looked like, and answered those questions. And out of that became their vision for this biotech firm. They came out, they, they asked later on, would you work with each department to in our divisions to develop a vision, their own individual vision that would support the larger vision? Now, over the next three or four years, my colleague and I uh, did that uh, in, a, in a consulting relationship. And we, out of that, what we learned through that process are the elements of what we found was really trans- uh, vision-based transformational change. And, and that learning that came out of it and the model that was discovered through that, uh, that work became the basis for what the Genesis Group is, and Genesis is spelled G-E-N-Y-S-Y-S. And when we're looking at what uh, might be the basis of an institute uh, for studying transformational change, a friend of mine says, I know what we call it. It's called Genesis. And of course, coming out of the church, I was familiar with that word. He says, but he says spell it G-E-N-Y-S-Y-S. He says, what you're talking about new, which is gen, systems, which is S-Y-S, and Y is a connector word in Spanish, and that became the basis of uh, Genesis, which are new systems, new paradigms. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how you just put that, and uh, uh, we, we got about a minute and a half before the break, but I'm gonna, I, I got to ask you this question because uh, uh, what you just said. What are the two or three of the most important things that you have learned about organization leadership? Well, <laughs> we, we will say we're, when we're going with an organization uh, into a new kind of, of, of relationship, and our, our major work is vision-based strategic planning. And we do also... Uh, leadership development work as well, those major things. We believe that all organizations are moving in one or two directions, towards deep change or slow death. You can't remain the same. What is the direction? And organizations, if they are not changing, we believe they're dying. It may take a while. And I think too many organizations see themselves more as puddles than rivers and it's something that we want to to help organizations realize that they that they the future is is bigger and deeper than the than the present and uh, that is something that's very alive and opportunity to make significant contribution into making our organizations really deep rivers that, uh, Ray, Ray, I, I, I want you to hold that thought because we got to take a station okay. break. But I want to come back. And I, I want you to uh, finish uh, with organization change uh, because I think you're on to something right now. Uh, we're going to take a station break. We're going to come back and continue our conversation with Ray Rude. It's your life. I'm James Cole. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity 
community of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and we got Ray Root and we're talking about providing organizations for informative change and we're also talking about that regardless of what situation or circumstances whatever you might have started from whatever situation you might be in if you learn from uh, I, I like to call it journey or your destination uh, that uh, through time we get educated and we learn and that um, if you want to be successful I think each and every last one of us it's already in us. We just have to pick up the bits and pieces and understand. And I believe that Ray is bringing it. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 1170 Again, that's one 1170 Ray, uh, we was talking and you was explaining uh, organization change, leadership, and a lot of the things I believe that uh, takes an organization to understand in order to change and become whatever type of organization you want to be. Can you finish that, please? Well, the I believe that the the future really is a, is a choice, and um, I think we have a choice about uh, whether we choose the future or we allow the future to choose us, and we can choose the future by really. Um, developing and clarifying, I believe, a shared vision of the future. And then, depending on whether or not there is sufficient leadership, can translate that vision really into in, into reality. And what I've learned is the, the, the bottom line is really whether there is, there is sufficient leadership. And that's enough people with the, the, the attributes that are needed whether it's to initiate change or, or to sustain it or really to protect it. And that's what good governance or boards are, are a lot of uh, business really to do, or at least they should be doing. And that's, that's the, the, the critical element that I really find is really that, that kind of leadership that is really to be able to be uh, courageous and uh, and that can be perseverant to bring about the, the necessary change uh, in in a given organization. Ray, we have a caller on the phone, Freddie from San Diego. Freddie, are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, well, welcome. Thank you for calling the James Cooley Show. It's your life. And we have our guest, Raymond Rude, today. And you have a question for Ray? Well, yes, I mean, even uh, the input, because uh, you're talking about, uh, you know, positive change and thinking big and, and, you know, things like that, because I was a counseling uh, Lancaster, and what I did was with the kids, I mean, they were, uh, their mentality was being in the gang, and so as I was talking to them, I said, what you're doing, uh, when you get older, you're going to have to think of... Uh, making a living and all that kind of stuff. So what I uh, start telling about successful people, their vision and all that. And 
uh, too many uh, youngsters, they look at sport is going to be the one to get them out. And I and, and, and what people don't realize, only 3% uh, of people that play um, sports in college, uh, they wind up becoming pro. So what they have to look more is education. You got the education, let's say if it doesn't go right, well, at least you can fall back on education if the sports didn't work out. But what I uh, also, um, with the kids, because once I got close to them, I also uh, mentioned about successful people, the ones that struggled and how they uh, had a vision and they were goal-orientated. And so that's what uh, got them uh, over the top. So uh, that's, that's the only thing I had to say. <laughs> And I wish I could have taped this here because I would, uh, some of the kids that I do uh, do mentoring uh, things with, uh, it would be good for them to hear something like this. Hey, Freddie, uh, we got it taped. <laughs> so uh, that's not a problem. Uh, if I have your email address, I'll make sure that you get a recording of this because, okay. uh, oh, as you know, <laughs> Ray is, uh, she's putting it down. And, not just no, from a is. business perspective, but I'm talking about from a life perspective. And if if we are listening uh, and we understand exactly what he's saying, that's important to all of us. And we just have to keep listening and and just keeping. This is one of our very very great 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 guests. I can tell you that right now. And uh, he's, uh, no, hey, he thanks so thanks so much for calling in, Freddie. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thanks for having him on the show, and thank him as well. Thank you, Freddie. Ray, on your podcast, you've described yourself as the chief learner. What do you mean by that term, and how does it apply to the, how you live your life? Uh, good good question. For many years, I, I taught um, graduate school, and <clears throat> I would tell the, the, the students, I said, the, the, the major difference between you and me is I'm the chief learner. I says, uh, so I expect uh, we're all going to learn from, from each other. And I says, I judge the quality of a given course that I'm teaching about how much I learn. And uh, the more I learn, the better I believe the course is. So I have great expectations for all of you that I learn from you because I would give the one of the assignments I would give my students you have to come to class with a question. You can't get in the door unless you have a written question. Because if you have a question, it becomes your class. If you don't have a question, then it's my class. And, and, and so you come with a question, what you want to find out in relation to this subject. And it's just, uh, that's something that we will exchange those, those questions. And so that says, uh, my, my job is, is, is learning. I would, I would, Take the questions that we didn't discuss home with me. And I would, in those days, taught once a week. And I would respond to each one of the questions that they would have. I, I wouldn't guarantee an answer. I would guarantee a response. And so that, that was a primary vehicle that I would learn from the questions that really my students had. And uh, so from that point on, I've uh, on the podcast, I said, I'm the chief learner. And uh, because I have ongoing things to learn. One final thing I would say, when there is conflict, what I believe conflict happens because we have something to learn. And conflict will continue until we've learned what we've needed to learn. So all of life is a learning opportunity, especially difficult times. We can all definitely learn from each other. I, I, I love what you said. What does the word on that note, what does the word success, because everybody has a different definition, Raymond, what does the word success mean to you? Well, success to, to me is, is being who I am, uh, living out my mission, and that makes a difference in people's, in people's lives. That, that's success. Uh, I think there's different definitions. The more that I'm able to contribute, and I know that I'm, and I can feel it in satisfaction, then I know that I'm being who I am. And uh, I, I believe that we need to spend at least 60% of the time doing what, what we prefer to do that is true to who we are. That gives us energy. 
And that's, that is what uh, I really believe life success is all about. Couldn't agree more. Wow. <laughs> hey, Ray, I, I got to ask you this question, my friend, because we all learn from life. And I know we, we, we are kind of short on time. Uh, real quickly, I mean, if we can put this in like 30 seconds, what would uh, today's Ray tell a younger Ray uh, that he need to focus on in order to be successful? I would say three things. Okay, Remember who you are. Remember where you came from. And remember who you be go- believe God is. Man. Amen. I don't think you could have put it any better way than that. And uh, we are almost out of time, but I don't want to stop this, Noah, but I got to <laughs> because my great producer is going to tell me, JC. <laughs> part two. Uh, got to get him back. <laughs> got to get you back for part two, man. This is, uh, I tell you, um, extremely, I mean, you know how you just set the bar a little bit. Uh, we need to raise this bar because you bring it. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on the James Cooler Show. It's your life. I would love, I would love to have you back again real soon uh, so we can finish this. I'd like to thank uh, my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley, uh, for always being here to make things happen. <laughs> I'd like to thank my fantastic producer, Noah Dingley. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time nightly to listen to us. And uh, if you want to be uh, continue to be part of this and you want us to be part of this, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message back. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. And we're going to have more guests like this great Ray Root. <laughs> and uh, I tell you, I'll see you th- tomorrow. It's your life. I'm James Court. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.